Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Kingdom Come Ministries. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about necromancy and the woman of Endor. So we're going to be covering a bit of Leviticus and also 1 Samuel. So please grab your Bibles and let's get started. So because of the belief that the souls are living somewhere in heaven and the dead are conscious, many people have fallen victims to the practice of trying to contact the dead. Whether it be in form of a medium, a uh, Ouija board, yada, yada, yada. A whole movement is called spiritualism. Did you know that? I actually learned that recently. And it's devoted in exactly this. Deuteronomy 18, chapter 12, chapter 18, verses 10 through 12, sorry, tells us how the Lord feels about this practice. There shall not be found among you anyone burning his son or daughter as an offering. Anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or necromancer or one who inquires of the dead, for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. Necromancy is put in the same category as that of sorcery, practicing divination, burning kids as offerings, fortune tellings, and interpretation of omens. Mediums and charmers are a perfect example. As the word makes clear, whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. Whoever is tempted to supposedly get into contact with the dead or do any similar practices, including astrology and fortune telling, that's also included, let him be clear that he practices something that the Lord considers detestable, and he will be, of course, bear the repetitive consequences. Nobody who comes in contact with devil spirits... Nobody that opens himself to the darkness will get out without devastating consequences. But let's continue to see other passages of the matter. In Leviticus chapter 19 verse 3, it says, Do not turn to mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out. And so make yourself unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. And in Leviticus chapter 20 verse 6, it says, If a person turns to mediums and necromancers, whoring after them, I will set my face against that person and will cut him off amongst his people. Please forget the background noises. Um, maintenance is doing some work on the apartments. But continuing on, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27. A man or a woman who is a medium or a necromancer shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones, and their blood shall be upon them. Now, I believe it is clear from the above what I said, of course. Sorry, I also have it written down in my book, so that's what I'm going off of too. But also giving my own words of wisdom here. That necromancy contacting the dead is not something innocent. It is detestable. Why? Because the one who does this essentially contacts devil spirits and the occult. There is nothing innocent and real in this. Escalations chapter 9 verses 5 through 6 and many other passages, but there's too many to list, but I'll keep going on from here. The dead know nothing. Let that be clear. The dead know nothing. And they have no more reward. For the memory of them is forgotten. Their love and their hate and their envy have already perished and forever. They have no more share in all that is done under the sun. Now, many people believe that once you die, you immediately go straight to heaven or hell. But not only is that not unbiblical, it's what um, gives into the practice of spiritualism. Spiritual, sorry if, that, if I pronounced that funny. But... Of course, like I said, it's there's a whole movement based off it. Now, I only learned that recently. That kind of shocked me a little bit. Now, of course, I was just like everyone else. I used to think that souls would go straight to heaven or hell after they died. But 
God opened up my eyes and revealed to me the truth. So in contrast to popular belief that the wants of the souls of the dead floating around in heaven and watching over us are therefore having knowledge and perhaps a share in what happens in our world, the word of God is no unclear terms, in no unclear terms, forgive me, tells us that the dead know nothing. Nothing. Imagine if the church really taught what the Bible teaches on the matter of the dead. That the dead are sleeping, unconscious, awaiting for the return of Lord Jesus. Now, I'm not saying that all churches don't, in fact, teach this. There's just many that have, well, different perspectives on the matter. The devil would have much less ground to deceive many people, even Christians, to get in contact with what they are supposedly the spirits of the dead. Now, we're going to be talking about the woman of Endor here. So, when Sal went to a medium to speak to Samuel after he died. So let's go ahead and get to that. So towards the end of 1 Samuel, we find the incidents of, of a certain necromancer used by the king Saul for divination concerning his last battle with the Philistines. The related record is in 1 Samuel chapter 8. There we read, Now Samuel had died, and all of Israel had mourned for him and buried him in Ramah. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. His own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the necromancers out of the land. The Philistines assembled and came and encamped at Shunem. And Saul gathered at all Israel, and they encamped up at Gilbah. Sorry if I keep pronouncing these words wrong. Forgive me, please. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer, either by dreams, or by Urim, or by prophets. Then Sal said to his servants, Seek out for me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, Behold, there is a medium at Endor. As soon as Sal heard, had difficulties hearing from the Lord, he sought for a medium, a woman with the devil spirit to perform divination for him. He knew that this is an abomination to the Lord, for because of this he himself had driven out all mediums. Necromancers, necromancers, basically, from the land. And yet here he is, ready to go and do the detestable to the Lord act of contacting a medium. Really, could he expect that God would answer to, to him, though, something that he considers disgusting? Let's continue. In First in Samuel chapter 28, verses 8 through 14. This is quite a long passage, so bear with me. So Saul disguised himself and put on other garments, and went on. He and two men with him, and they came to the woman by night. And he said, Divine for me by a spirit, and bring up for me whomever I shall name to you. The woman said to him, Surely you know what Sal has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the necromancers from the land. Why then are you laying a trap for my life to bring about my death? But Sal swore by the Lord, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? Then Saul said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman said to Saul, Why did you deceive me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Do not be afraid. What do you see? And the woman said to Saul, I see a God coming out of this earth. He said, She said, I'm sorry. He said to her, What is his appearance? And she said, An old man is coming, and he is wrapped in a robe. And when Saul knew that it was Samuel, he bowed with his face to the ground and paid homage. It's, like I said, it's quite a long passage. We have read earlier that necromancers and their likes 
are abomination, detestable to the Lord. The same practice as necromancy, etc., were also done by the nations that inhabited the land before Israel. Necromancy has nothing to do with the Lord. We have also seen that the dead know nothing and can no longer have part in what is happening under the sun. Behind necromancy is no other than the devil. That's just that's just the flat out truth. He is the father of lies, and there is no truth in him and what he is doing. It was a devil spirit that was pretending to be Samuel, appeared to sell, and passed to him information that his end was very, very close. So let's continue. In first Samuel chapter twenty eight verses fifteen through twenty, I got quite a bit of read to read here, so bear with me. Then Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul answered, I am in great distress, for the Philistines are waging war against me. And God has turned away from me and answers me no more, either by prophets or by dreams. Therefore I have summoned you to tell me what I shall do. And Samuel said, Why Why then do you ask me, since the Lord has turned from you and become your enemy? The Lord has done to you as he spoke by me. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not carry out his fierce wrath against Amalek. Sorry, forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Therefore the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will give Israel also with you into the land of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons shall be with me. The Lord will give the army of Israel also into the hand of the Philistines. Then Saul fell at once full length on the ground, filled with fear because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten nothing all day and all night. What the medium told Saul indeed came to pass. Because of this, many have come to assume that it was indeed the dead Samuel who said these things, prophesying to Saul. This, however, cannot be true, unless we are ready to assume that the dead not only are alive and no information, while Escalations is in no unclear terms told us that the dead know nothing and they no longer have part of anything that happens under the sun, but also that they are available on request from people who do detestable things to the Lord, i.e., we are, you know, i.e., uh, necromancy and such things like that, sorry. We are ready to assume that the devil and his servants are able to request to bring up. Everybody, including such great servants of God that have come before us past generations, and have them prophesy? Am I right? It is obvious that such an assumption is plain folly. They could not possibly do this. Therefore, what we have here is clearly a devil spirit pretending to be Samuel. And the information, how could a devil spirit acquire what appears to be right information? We can't know for sure, but what the devil spirit said had devastating effects on Sal. Could then it be that what it said became a self-fulfilling prophecy? We cannot know for sure, but we can be sure of it that the devil spirit can be masking themselves as anyone they want to be. Reading people, leading people astray, sorry. The dead know nothing. They are asleep in the grave, awaiting for the Lord of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, going back to the whole spiritualism movement... Of course, when when a loved one passes away, you want to you want to make sure that you know all is well for them. But as it says in the Bible, that the dead know nothing, and that we sleep in the grave once we die. So, of course, we don't really know why or how the 
information that the devil spirit gave was in fact right as it says here unless we are ready to assume that the dead are alive and available on request for anybody so it's 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 kind of a hard subject to teach about really because of of the effects that the devil spirit told sal in fact and forgive me if i'm starting my words i can't hardly speak today so regardless brothers and sisters the dead know nothing and that well unfortunately if you think you're talking to a long lost loved one I hate to break it to you but it's not but nonetheless brothers and sisters i hope you all have a good day and thank you for listening very well everyone